Amen. Thank you, Tina. Hey, God is still at work. I don't know what you might be facing or what your family members might be facing, but we can continue to look to Him for all of our strength and help. If you have your Bibles quickly this morning, turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Before we uh, observe the Lord's Supper over these next few minutes, let me just share a few things with you uh, for titling purposes just because of a need to know the map that I'm trying to follow. I, I titled it The Lamb of God. Uh, as we look at these few verses, chapter 10, verses 10 through verse number 14, we see somewhat of what the Hebrew uh, writer would give us concerning Jesus and His sacrifice. And uh, if you do not know Jesus, this might seem strange to you, but yet let me tell you that God is faithful, desiring that each of us, all of us, would have a personal relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10 says, "...by the which we will..." by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering some, oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. I love that last sentence. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Let me give you uh, what I believe are three or four absolutes uh, when we come to our Christian faith. Those of you who are here today, as we partake at the Lord's table, it's not because of something we have done that makes us worthy to be here today, but it's all because of what Jesus has done for us in inviting Him into our lives. The first absolute is to understand that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means uh, from the least to the greatest. That means uh, that there is none good, as Isaiah would say. There is none good, no, not one. However, sometimes we see someone who does good deeds, and therefore we try to uh, verbalize that that is a good individual. Let me say, all of the goodness that man can have outside uh, of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is for naught. Also, absolute number two is that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. A couple of Sundays ago, I, I preached on death, and I, that is very near to my mind now. Uh, but the sin or the, the death that he is talking about here is not just a physical death, but it's a spiritual death as well. Sin. Uh, once uh, there comes a place in our life when we understand rebellion and when we know what it's like to be outside uh, of the graces of God, that sin, the Scripture reminds us, uh, has brought about that uh, spiritual death and separation is how we would know that. There's an absolute number three 
And that is uh, Hebrews 9.22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood, there is uh, no remission. So church today, let me remind you that what we're going to observe in a few moments is an example uh, of what Jesus has done for us. Uh, As uh, you have realized in your life, and so have I, That is, there is none good, no, not one, nothing good about me, saving what the Lord Jesus. He would tell us in Hebrews 10 and 3, in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. It is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. As you and I stop today to just reflect on what Jesus would give us in the gospel. You remember He would tell us, as oft as you do this, this do in remembrance of me. So with those three absolutes, uh, we understand that there is sin, that that the wage of sin is death, and also that there's an offering been made already that we do not have to try uh, to uh, be a better person, that we have to trust for that. And that is through the Lord Jesus Christ. The absolute number four would be out of Romans chapter 10, verse 12 through 17, and I'll not read it all to you, but it tells us there uh, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just as Tina described to us her uh, new life that she got through a, a stem cell transplant. We praise the Lord for that. But the reality of a greater new life spiritually is even what we each have experienced in our lives through faith. So let me remind you today that as we uh, view uh, again and be reminded again of Jesus through the elements and the offering here of uh, what we see as the New Testament. I I want to read to you Exodus chapter 12 uh, because this is the first clear, real clear picture uh, of the blood uh, of an animal and the cleansing effect uh, that uh, the Lord gives there His people. In Exodus chapter 12, uh, while the children of Israel were still in Egypt, God was going to send one more plague, just one more plague, which became an opportunity for the people there of Israel. And He said in verse 3 of the 12th chapter, Speak unto the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Oh, listen. Uh, the first time... Uh, uh, the people and priests, uh, uh, they would talk about uh, seeing or sacrificing a lamb. However, John the Baptist was the one who first introduced Jesus as the lamb. Folks, we could go out and uh, follow the pattern of Exodus chapter 12 uh, until we were die, but that is not what is required today. However, uh, in this offering, we see the picture 
of the Lamb who is Jesus Christ. The significance of the Lamb, the size of the Lamb in verse 4. If the household is too little for the Lamb, let him uh, and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make count for the Lamb. So there was a provision made. Oh, here's a family of three, or here's a family of four. And uh, here's a lamb, but he's a large lamb. And, uh, you know, because of that, the Lord said, Hey, if that lamb is sufficient now uh, to be sacrificed and the blood offering as an atonement, uh, and then these family of four and the family of three can come together and they can eat of that lamb in this offering. Well, the size of the lamb, the selection must be a lamb of the first year. It could not have spot or blemish. Sure, they were those who might would have uh, looked through their herd or looked through their flock and maybe they would have gathered one of the weekly lambs and said, oh, this one's not going to amount to much. But he said, no, that doesn't qualify. He said the lamb selected on the tenth day is to be observed to make sure there's no spot or blemish there. That's the scrutiny of the Lamb. And then in verse 6, The whole assembly of the congregation shall kill it in the evening. Oh, what a strong statement there. Shall kill it in the evening, and they shall take the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And when I see the blood... I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Yes, if you have read the Old Testament recently and read Exodus chapter 12, as I just tried to walk you through that real simply, what you discover is God made a provision for His people in the wilderness or in Egypt in bondage. He made a provision And everyone who obeyed, the Scripture tells us the death angel passed over. Now today what we have is a cup. We have two elements there. We have a bread and we have a juice. And uh, I trust each of you might have got that when you came in. Uh, Anyone need uh, those? Uh, uh, There's one or two, okay. Uh, Any others? You're good over here on my left? Okay, hold your hand up just a bit, right here, Brady, Miss, right up here. Uh, keep your hand up just a minute. Here's some, okay, we, we, get you, we get you covered, hold up, keep your hands up. Thank you, thank you. The COVID experience has uh, really racked all of our uh, brains and emotions, and we look forward to the day we may get back to again, possibly, where we were originally there uh, in our observance of the Lord's table, okay? Everyone been served? Anyone need another, uh, need a cup? Raise your hand. Looks like we're well, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Remind yourself today that what you have in your hand is not something that is going to make you right with God. It is not something that's going to wash your sin away. It's not something in which if you continue to just observe this, that uh, you'll be a better person. The Scripture tells us that we're saved by the blood of Jesus. This is an example in my hand of what Jesus 
did for us, okay? And the bread is symbolic. They're of the body and the juice symbolic of the blood. And yes, as oft as we do this, he said, it should always be in remembrance of him. Now, I'm going to ask you to, there's two cellophane. Take the first one off and you'll come to the piece of bread. And I want you to hold that just a minute, okay? And uh, I want you to think with that about how the Scripture reminds us that Jesus' body was so bruised and beaten. And the symbolism of that would be in this wafer, but in the time of Jesus would be how He'd take a common piece of bread and break it and give to each disciple a piece of that. And He reminded them that His body would be broken. Not His bones, but His body. And as we think on that and before we partake, let us pray together and just thank God for what He has done rather than what we could do, okay? I'm going to ask Freddie, if you would, brother, just bless the, bless the bread. Amen. Jesus said this would be uh, symbolic of His body that was broken for you. As oft as you eat of this, this do in remembrance of me. He likewise with His disciples that evening in their time together the scripture would remind us that he would take uh, a common cup of juice and uh, each one of those would sip from that cup and he would remind them that uh, that would be likewise symbolic of his blood that would be shed for us. Remember what the Hebrew writer said, without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin. And it wasn't just the shedding of someone's blood or a certain amount of blood. It had to be sinless blood. And Jesus was the only one uh, whose blood was sinless from even the foundation of the world. You can remove that little cellophane again and hold that cup tightly. And uh, likewise, we want to bless the, the juice as well, okay? And just remember, Jesus, after His crucifixion, the scripture said uh, in the letter that Isaiah gives us that it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Didn't say it made him happy to bruise him. Said it pleased the Lord. And I gather from that that he was pleased with the offering that Jesus made, which was his blood for the sins of all people forever. And as we bow our heads today, we want to bless the cup, okay?
Father, thank you so much, Lord, for doing for us what no man could have done for himself. Lord, there's always been those who would try to, to take the gospel and complicate it, whereas we know, Lord, that it is simply through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that we have life. We have life not only abundantly here, but we have life eternally with you forever. God, I pray now that as we partake here with this cup, that we will be reminded today of the, of the life of Jesus, but also his death and his sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. He said, as oft as you drink of it, it does in remembrance of him. Let me remind you one more time as we, uh, as we come to a place we'll exit in a moment. I remind you that what we just participated in is not what will save you. It is symbolic of He who has saved us already. Therefore, uh, the Scripture reminds us that as often as we do this, it will always be in remembrance of Him. Hey, thank you for joining us today. It's our uh, heartfelt prayer that uh, it's been a time in which we've exalted Him. Thank you, Brother Mike, for all those songs, those hymns there, uh, speaking there of the blood and the body of Jesus. And uh, thank you, uh, those of you who are visiting with us as well. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you uh, brought yourselves and your family here with us today. Is there any other thing I need to highlight before we close this morning? We're all good? If you have prayer needs, please get them to me, okay? And I'll try to pass those along uh, once or twice a week on uh, the emails I send you. Please be in prayer for Miss Betty McCullough's family uh, as they buried her grandson yesterday. Uh, so please, please be much in prayer for them uh, as we leave today, okay? Anything else before we pray? Okay, let's pray together again. Daniel, lead us as we uh, close today.